you believe in ghosts? Spirits? Like, do you believe when you die, there's a chance that you could be roaming the earth? Just walking around either knowing you're dead or not knowing you're dead. That's kind of that's kind of a weird scary thing to think about. I mean, death alone is scary. People have just you know the what if thoughts of, of whatever the existential thoughts on you know life and death and where you go when you die and all that stuff you know I believe in spirits like ghosts poltergeists to a certain extent you know, you see a lot of videos posted on YouTube of supposed hauntings or, you know, poltergeist happenings. But I believe that most of that, 99.8% is fake. A lot of these people posting these uh, videos, you know, one of the red flags of thinking it's, it's fake is... They have like a hundred thousand followers, a million followers. And it seems like every single time they post a video, they caught something on camera. I mean, kudos to them for, you know, making content that people want to watch, you know, but you know, it's very rare that you find um, a video of, of a ghost, a supposed ghost or whatever that looks so authentic that it really scares you. You have to like kind of turn it off. Kind of just, let's put something funny on before we go to sleep kind of thing. That way you're not having nightmares. I mean, yeah, I believe in them. And with most of the, you know, the believing in the unknown, mysterious things in life, I believe in it to a certain extent, you know, because I have to be rational. I have to, I have to know when, you know, something is just complete, you know, bullshit. Otherwise, you're going to be believing everything you see online. And you're just, you know, you're not going to know whenever the real thing is right in front of your face. But I don't know. That's just me, I guess. You know, a lot of people have different stories about, uh, you know, different times in their life where they may have seen something they may have seen something out of the corner of their eye or heard a voice that didn't belong there but you know 
I'm I'm one of those people, you know, but for the most part, a lot of people that hear that, a lot of when someone hears stories, oh, I've seen a ghost or I heard something in my closet or whatever. The listener is like, oh, yeah, really? Oh, my gosh. I can't believe that. Wow. That's crazy. The whole famous. That's crazy. <laughs> That's when, you know, they kind of. They kind of don't care. I guess. I don't know. But, you know, I haven't experiences myself and sometimes similar experiences than, you know, of what these people are talking about, either on YouTube or on different podcasts and everything. It's kind of like, wait a minute. I had that same thing happen to me. That's weird. So it kind of like puts, you know, you're not being, you're, I'm not being biased about it or a person's trying not to be biased about it. No, just because what they say matches what you experience, you automatically have to believe them. I'm not being like that, but sometimes it just kind of matches up so well that, that there's just no way that it could be anything other than a ghost. An experience. You know, there were times, a lot of times growing up that, you know, I experienced things that seemed to be just, just crazy, just scary. And a lot of the times, you know, whenever that it happened, I kind of just didn't bother me. I didn't think too much in it. But growing up, you look back at these things, these experiences, and you start realizing, hey, something weird really happened. You know, I heard from someone else that had the same experience. And wow, I wasn't alone on that. You know, there was this one experience that I that I had and the old famous, you know, living in a haunted house kind of thing, you know, kind of, kind of brought up in here. You know, supposedly we lived in a haunted house at this time. So we, it was a few years after moving to Texas. And it was uh, after a football game. A, um, a friend had dropped me off at the house. I was... Like 15, I think. No, 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 no. It's like 14, I think. And it was after a football game. And I lived maybe a mile. No, no, no. Sorry. I don't even know what the hell's going through my head. About three or four miles from the football field. And it was nighttime. And uh, I knew that my family wasn't going to be home. So I just had to wait for them to get home. I was going to be home alone. And so, so she, she pulled up in front of my house and the whole street's dark, except for like the, um, the light posts, uh, up the streets, you know, there were light posts every hundred yards or whatever, but it was still dark. Um, she asked if I, she just, you know, 
if I wanted her to drive her up to uh, my uncle's house. That's where my family was. I was like, no. I'll stay home. Like, okay. I got out and walked up to the porch and I realized that the front porch light wasn't on so they must have left before it got dark and just forgot to turn on the front porch light. As I'm trying to like unlock the door you know I kind of look back because I see her kind of driving off. She was really concerned but she didn't wait until I got inside safe. I don't know. The moment that she drove off, she kind of drove off into the darkness. I was like, uh, maybe I should have uh, took the offer and <laughs> had her drive me to uh, my uncle's house. But nonetheless, I got inside and whenever I opened the door, it was just completely dark in there, completely dark. And this house, it was a long hallway, a really wide hallway, but it was really long. It just went straight back to the, uh, the kitchen. The kitchen was on the, the very end of the house. But when you walked in on the right side was the living room. And then on the left side, just right across the hallway from the living room was my bedroom that I shared with my brother. And then if you keep on going up the left side, there was another bedroom, but it was like, it wasn't used. It was like storage almost. And on the right side, after the living room was uh, my mom's room. And then you keep going. And then on the left side was a bathroom. And then you get to the kitchen. But, um, it was completely dark. So I kind of reached inside the door as quickly as I could and I and I looked for the light switch. I hit the light switch, but at this light switch was only for the area right there by the door. It wasn't for the whole um, hallway. And so that kind of freaked me out because it was completely, it was pitch black. It must have been a really cloudy day or something. No moon, nothing. It was just pitch black and it was very quiet. And without hesitating, I, I close the door, lock it, and I go straight into the living room. I turn on the light right there and it was super bright in the living room. The only problem I had, because I had all these thoughts running in my head of, what if I see something? And you know what? Whenever I was a kid living in Michigan, there was one time that I I, I stayed the night in my parents' bedroom because uh, they were going to sleep in the living room or something. I guess it was like a movie night. So I slept in there with the door open and it was dark in that hallway. And in my head, I was imagining Medusa the snake woman peeking her head around the corner with all the snakes in her hair and everything and with the showing her teeth and everything and that really freaked me out at that time so in this living room in this house there was no door it was just you know like an archway door and 
the whole time I'm there, it didn't matter where I sat in the living room. I was kind of like facing that archway because the TV was right there. And um, the whole time I was there, I was thinking something was going to come around the corner, peek its head. And I was going to die. I was going to die of fright or something. So I start thinking, you know, maybe I really should have gone to, you know, to my uncle's house. And I was kind of like on the brink of freaking out. But, um, you know, like I kind of, I kind of held my ground and I started watching TV and everything and got my mind off of things. And then I hear like, it seemed like a door near the kitchen. Like opening, like slowly. It was, it kind of, you know, creaked a little bit. And I, for some reason, instead of like, you know, not really paying attention to it, I muted the TV like an idiot. And then I realized that's the bathroom door that's opening. And I'm thinking maybe it was like left open and it just moved or something. <laughs> I don't know. I, I didn't know what to think. And after a little while, it seemed like, like it's shut. Like, you know, like, you know, when a door shuts really slow and then it kind of has that little click where the door and like the hinge actually, I mean, not the hinge, but the, uh, the doorknob catches and it kind of closes and it shuts. That's what I heard. And at this time I, I kind of stood up because it wasn't the ghosts. Really? I was thinking there's someone in my house and they know I'm in there. Obviously, because there's a light on, they they saw me come in. And then the, the radio comes on in the bathroom. My sisters had a radio in there that they used to turn on while they were getting ready for school. The radio turns on. And at this point, I'm thinking to myself, oh my gosh, there's, there's something in there. There's someone in there. And I guess it was on an ad or something like, you know, just in between songs. Hear someone talking really fast and it kind of sounded cartoonish, kind of, you know. But, you know, and I turned off the TV because I was fixing to run out the door. I had my shoes off, though. So real quick, I, I put my shoes on because I felt like I was going to have to, like, just walk somewhere, just just go somewhere because I thought there was someone in my house. So I, I put on my shoes and I look at the door, you know, I kind of like peek out of the uh, archway to look at the door and realize that it's locked. I had to hurry up and unlock it to get out. And I'm thinking, what if something, someone is on the, uh, on the other side of this wall, the moment I step out of it, they're going to grab my shoulder. I didn't care. I just wanted to leave. But as I'm thinking this, I kid you not, I hear the 
like the radio dial moving, like it's changing the station. Whatever this thing was or whoever it was, was trying to scare me. is racing so fast but I built enough courage to get to the door and unlock it as fast as I could it felt like I didn't know how to unlock it but it was like my hands were just scrambling all over the place and I think I was holding my breath for a good minute you know just to the point to where before I took off to right whenever I got to the door unlocking it and then opening the door, shutting it, and then getting on my front porch. But I got there. I shut the door and I felt like this relief, you know, and I think I sat down on the first step after a while, you know, I was like, you know, my mind was like, how can I escape? How can I get away from this moment, this little little tiny nightmare that I'm going through. But, you know, I end up sitting down. And I'm waiting. Back then, of course, I didn't have any kind of cell phone. You know, I don't think many were available at the time, to be honest. But, you know, after a little while sitting there, I start hearing something. It seems like I don't know if you know the sound of someone dragging their feet when they're wearing like sandals or flip-flops, like that little tiny ch ch ch. That's probably a really bad example, but <laughs> just that sound of someone dragging their feet. I could, in my head, the way I was hearing it, it sounded like it was coming from far back in the hallway, like the bathroom. I guess maybe whenever I first heard it, that's the image that was in my head subconsciously was that whatever was in the bathroom or whoever was in the bathroom was walking from the bathroom to the front door. And I said, no, no, I'm not doing this because I thought for any second now the front door was going to open super fast. And I was going to see this creature, this nightmarish creature asking me if I want to come inside or something like that, you know. I kind of, I moved to the street. And from where the light post was, the light was shining on the curb a little bit where I sat down at. I sat on the curb waiting for, you know, my mom to get home or someone to help me or whatever. I was really scared. After a while, I was so afraid to look back at the house. I did not want to see something staring at me out of the window. You know, in my mind, hearing the stories that my family would tell me about that house really messed, messed it up, really messed me up. 
there was this one story well actually I was there when it happened same house oh by the way not too long afterwards my mom had came home um, I think it was maybe 15 20 minutes maybe 30 minutes after I sat down on the curb what I did with my time I don't know but she came home and I told her everything it was it was a nightmare but this other thing happened in the house um, my uh, my parents had divorced so my dad wasn't home but there was a time where he called and at this time I don't know why but the phone we had a phone in the kitchen and it was just one of those uh, you hang up on the wall and it has like a three mile long uh, cord on it you know those really wacky looking ones we had one of those and we were talking uh, to my dad at this time we were kind of excited to talk to him you know but long story anyway um, it was my sister's turn and she started talking to him for about maybe five minutes and he had asked her, I guess, to, you know, to talk to, you know, my, my youngest sister. She goes, okay, I love you. And she kind of puts, puts her hand over the phone, over the mouthpiece, and calls for my younger sister. She calls for us. Dad wants to talk to you. She looks down the hallway. But whenever she looked in the hallway, um, that's when she said it. She goes, Dad wants to talk to you. And then the look on her face was that of like... I think I'm going crazy. You know, I think, uh, what did I just see? She handed the phone over to, um, I don't know who it was. I think it was me. And then she started crying and then she went, ran through the, uh, the hallway, I guess to my mom's house. And after a while we hung up and everything and I guess I guess my sister did come to to talk to him at one point and we get to talking after after the phone call and my sister says I swear I saw Vera I swear I saw her she ran from mom's room across to the other room to the uh, the one that we had storage and she was wearing a dress this little dress but she was really, really crying. It, this wasn't like something she just made up. She was, she, she saw a little girl. And that freaked me out, but it, it bugged me and it freaked me out, but it wasn't something that, you know, kept me up at night, if that made any sense. Later on, we hear from my uncles. I don't know, you know, if they were telling the truth or just trying to scare us or whatever, but supposedly, a girl died in the house or something like that. I don't even know. And her ghost still haunts the house. This is why the house was open whenever we decided to move in. No one wanted to live there. But I don't know. It was really strange. Uh, the time living there. We didn't live there for a very long time. Um, it wasn't in the greatest neighborhood and and all that plus it seemed like everyone had something to say about the house like 
they saw something or heard something. But who knows? But I know that, you know, the thing that I know <laughs> is that we have had experiences, you know, and there's mi millions of people out there that's had experiences that you just can't explain. Sometimes you can, sometimes you just can't explain it. These poltergeists and going back to those videos on YouTube, like there's some videos of supposed poltergeist activity where cabinets and doors are opening, silverware is being thrown everywhere or TVs turning on and off. Even the weirdest ones are the ones where the dogs and animals are reacting to something. They're seeing something that the camera or the person can't see. Those are the scary ones because why the hell would animals be faking something for a video unless the person making the video has like really super good editing software. They could be holding something scary in front of the dog and then editing it out later uh, afterwards. There are the, just some, some videos out there, some experiences out there that you just can't explain. And I love it. You know, I, I love, you know, the mystery behind it. And it's just to me that it's just awesome. I could talk about it all day. I could talk about different things and different experiences and everything all day long. UFOs, Bigfoot. <laughs> I love all that stuff. I would love to go on an adventure and just go to like haunted houses or go search for Bigfoot, even though, you know, there's a huge chance that everything's just BS. I understand that, that everything's just BS. I don't care. Just the, just the thrill of it excites me. It's just fun. I think that'll be it, though. There's a lot of things I'd like to talk about and a lot more, you know, ghost stories, experiences with ghosts, you know, just all that fun stuff. I get excited about it, but anyway, I really do appreciate you listening to this almost 20, what's it, almost 30 minute video episode. And I hope that you enjoyed it. And I will talk to you later.